0: Hello everybody, welcome back. Good evening. This week is Parashas Schmeis and we are continuing learning the 39 Malachas and the halachas of... The, mal- the Malacha that we're discussing is dash, and uh, in particular, Schita, which is squeezing out fruits for their juice. And this week, the subtopic is making and breaking ice. Which is its own subtopic in halacha. So, this is one of the durabbanon applications of the malacha of schital. One of the durabbanon applications of the malacha of, of squeezing out fruits is physically crushing ice and also melting ice through different means. So, there is a problem with doing that, Squeeze is crushing it, plus, there's a problem that the water that crushed ice produces may not be used on Shabbos as well. Now what's the reason for this? Why why is there a problem with crushing ice to create water? So there are three uh, opinions and they're very relevant these three opinions and that's why we're going to go into what they exactly hold because they it makes quite a, a bit of a relevant difference. So one is the reason why they Chazal prohibited this is because crushing ice creates water and the process of creating something like you know, you're creating something on Shabbos, you're, uh, is very similar to the concept of a mulacha. All the mulachas are, in essence, creating something. So when you create water out of ice, you're creating something, and therefore Chazal saw fit to prohibit it as a mulacha. This is what Rashi says, that's his understanding of why you're not allowed to crush ice on Shabbos. The second opinion is really why it is attributed to the Mlach of Schita. The, the second opinion is the other Yishayim. They say that the fact that water comes out of ice when you crush it makes it very similar to Schita where you squeeze the fruit and liquid comes out. So due to that similarity, so Chazal prohibited crushing ice and creating water the same way it's also to squeeze fruit and create liquid, and the same way that when you squeeze fruit and you create the liquid, the liquid is prohibited. So here too, if you crush ice, the water is prohibited. So that's the second opinion, that it's similar to Schita. The third opinion is, uh, what is really a, only one recent holds like this, called Sefer Truma. and he holds that it's a muktza problem, which means that since the water is coming out from nowhere, so it wasn't prepared Erev Shabbos, so it's muktza. It's muktzah. It's noilad, kind of mukta. and that's the problem. That's why you're not allowed to use the water. So these are the three reasons. Rashi is that uh, creating water out of crushed ice is kind of a malacha by itself. It's its own drabanamdig kind of melacha because you're creating something. Uh, squeezing ice to create water looks like shita, Looks like squeezing fruit. And the third reason is because of a mukta kind of problem of mel. Okay. Now, what's the difference between these these pshatim? Is how far we go. With this Isser. Now, the Gemara only says this issue regarding crushing ice. And the Gemara also says a leniency. The Gemara says that if you take ice, and you put it into a liquid so that they dissolve naturally into the liquid, you are both allowed to do that, and you are allowed to benefit from the water of the now dissolved ice, the liquefied ice, because being that it dissolves in naturally, and it dissolves directly into the water, you don't even see it on its own. So that's why... It's allowed so the gemara has a leniency that you can that's why we can put ice in our drinks on shabbos that because the, the water gets the, it dissolves naturally into the drink but now the question is which is going to be relevant is how about if we take it beyond ice for example uh you have meat that has congealed gravy or chicken that has congealed gravy and if you let it warm up a little bit beyond room temperature, not Yatza yeah, lettuce, but you just put it near a crock pot. It will never get very hot, but the, it will liquefy that gravy. Is that also included in this problem of of uh, of crushing ice? So, really, it's only according to the last opinion that this is similar to Noila. This is a Mukta problem that you're something that wasn't here, Arab Shabbos, is here now that this this will be an issue and he it's only him that holds that this is an issue this application of uh, gravy so he says it's usher and we are machmer like that opinion now this brings us to the crux of the issue because then if you start thinking about it you realize how relevant this question is are you allowed to defrost anything on Shabbos meaning you have a frozen drink that you want to defrost and serve chilled. Uh, Or you have a dip that's frozen and you want to defrost it. Or you have milk that was frozen and you want to defrost it. Anything. Anything you want to defrost and it will turn into a liquid, can you do that on Shabbos? And there's really two steps to this question. Number one, can you use it when it defrosts on its own, like you took it out Friday night and it was defrosted by Shabbos morning? Or... The next step would be, even if you can do that, can you also hasten the process? Can you take it and put it near a crackpot to hasten the melting process? So you're kind of actively making it defrost and liquefy. And again, this depends on these opinions. And according to the majority of peiskem, it's allowed, but it's the last opinion that will hold that it's a problem, which we are machmer l'chadkhila. But being that it's the majority hold, it's allowed. So the consensus is two points. There's two leniencies here. Number one, if you really need the item, Like, for example, it's an important part of your meal, like the chicken or the meat, uh, so you actually need it. So you are allowed to be lenient, and then you can even hasten the, the defrosting process. So if it's a very important integral part of your meal, then it's permitted. But yeah, but you can do it. Second is that in any case, let's say it's not even an integral part of your meal, but it has already happened. Someone did it, they didn't know the halacha, they didn't ask. However it happened, it already happened. We're after the fact there also you can be lenient. So after the fact, you can be lenient and use it. And look at chila, you can do it as well if you actually, it's very important and an integral part of your meal. Right, So the same thing implies, again, you have chicken or meat right, with congealed gravy and you want to warm it up slightly and the gravy will liquefy. So ideally the right thing to do is to remove the chicken and the meat from the congealed gravy and then warm them up on their own and whatever little gravy is stuck on it will become absorbed into the chicken and that's fine. Like we saw before, as long as it gets absorbed, that's okay. But if it is very important to serve it with the gravy and it doesn't taste good otherwise, then Khatril you can do it. And likewise, if it happened already, someone did it or you did it already, uh, it can be used as well. And this is also applicable, by the way, whenever you put ice in a bowl and you put it out on the table. So what happens? It uh, eventually melts. So are you allowed to utilize that water, right? So um, this is the same question and according to this opinion, it's also, but it's after the fact. So after the fact, you can use it. Ideally, what you're actually supposed to do is put a little water into the ice bowl. Why? Because then you have the leniency that the Gemara said, that as soon as the, li- the ice melts, it's melting directly into the water, and you can't even see it, so then you'll have the Gemara's leniency, and then you're definitely in the clear. So that's the right way to do it. But even if, you know, if you didn't, um, it can be, that water would be able to be used. Now, an important, another important point is that this is all only Shabbos, but on Yantiv, this is not a problem. Um, why is a good question, but it's not, and thankfully it's not, because otherwise, you know, we defrost soup on and all the different things we defrost, uh, that would be an issue. So on it's not an issue at all. Um, another application of this halacha is causing snow to melt. Now, in Shulchan Aruch, it talks about a couple of very creative ways to melt snow, which we won't get into. But the more common application nowadays is, are you allowed to spread salt on ice and snow uh, in order to clear your walkway to make it safe to walk. Uh, essentially, it sounds like that should be prohibited because you're causing it to melt. It's like you're crushing it by pour, pouring uh, salt on it. And it's very similar to something the Shulchan says you can't do. However, this is allowed. Uh, there's a number of reasons. It's a little academic and that's so important for us. But more, we should. one of those reasons, not the least of which, is that it's a kind of hashish, it's unsafe. Uh, and you, when things are unsafe, we do allow... Uh, doing things which are only Asad Rabban, and certainly when it's a, que- a muxa kind of question. So there are certain things that are allowed and this is allowed. So you are allowed to spread salt. Obviously, if there's no carrying problem, it has to be placed. As an Arab, you are allowed to spread salt to make it safe to walk. So now this is all about defrosting. How about freezing something on Shabbos? Are you allowed to put something in the freezer to freeze it on Shabbos to make it solid? You're making a liquid into a solid. So let's think of the three reasons that we discussed. The second, the middle reason, which was the whole problem was it's like squeezing and extracting liquid. So obviously that's only going to be taking ice and extracting liquid. It won't be the other way around. There's no problem taking liquid and making it into ice. The first and the third reason is where it may be a problem. Not clear that it is, but it may be a problem. According to Rashi, maybe you could say that same way making a liquid looks like creating something, you may argue making ice a solid looks like creating something. Maybe. Uh, And according to the last opinion, you can argue that perhaps making a liquid into a solid is also noilat, a kind of a muxa. Maybe. It's not definite. There are those peisim that do hold it's a problem, but I believe the consensus of most modern peisim is that it's allowed. So it is permitted. Um, So you can freeze something on Shabbos. Another application of that as you may have noticed on the whipped cream containers, uh, the from brands, it says, please ask your Rav before using on Shabbos and Yantiv. And that's the same question, because in the can, it is a liquid. And then when you spray it out, it turns into a solid. So it's the same question of freezing ice. So you have now officially just consulted with your Rav, so now you can use it on Shabbos and on <clears throat>